Hello and welcome to Rando Rob. Each week on Rando Rob, I'll be showing and discussing one item from my large collection of collections. New shows appear every Monday and throughout the week, I'll be adding older episodes of Rando Rob that were previously only available to my Patreon subscribers. You can watch episodes of Rando Rob on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Rob O'Hara. Just look for the Rando Rob playlist. Audio versions of the show are available on my website at podcast.robohara.com or through iTunes. Just search for Rando Rob. Thanks for watching or listening, and I hope you enjoy this vintage episode of Rando Rob. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rando Rob. My name is Rob, and on this uh, video series, I pick random things from my room and talk about them. <laughs> it's pretty simple, pretty simple formula. Uh, this is a show for my Patreon. So if you're seeing this, you probably know uh, why you're here and, uh, man, what a week it has been. It has been a terrible week for uh, me and technology. Um, I had, uh, I bought a, um, well, first of all, my forum, uh, completely went offline. I run a forum. It's kind of a continuation of my old BBS. Um, there's, uh, probably less than a dozen users at this point. It's all just, um, uh, basically old friends where we log in and, and keep, keep up with one another and, um, talk about things every now and then. But, uh, unfortunately, uh, the server that it was hosted on at HostGator, they decided to, um, uh, just yank the old version of PHP that my forum ran on. Uh, and so uh, that was a process because I couldn't upgrade to the new version because uh, the first step of the upgrade is to log into the old forum and do a bunch of uh, preparation stuff. So uh, that, that made that difficult to do. Um, I had like three or four things like that th this week that all just hit at one time. I bought a, a new... Android box uh, to sit in the living room to stream movies to the living room television. It's the same box that I have out in my movie room out out in the uh, the home theater, and I'm familiar with it and I love the way it works. It runs Kodi, and so I thought, well, I'll just get that for the living room, and I got it. And I got it all set up. For some reason, it took me forever to get it um, up and running, and um, moved it out to the living room. And when I put it out there and used the TV remote and turned down the volume, the movie started fast forwarding. And so I went through um, <clears throat> all the troubleshooting I could figure out. Um, I mean, it's obviously that some IR code that the TV remote is doing is also triggering something on the Android box. Um, and I tried changing the code on the remote and that didn't work. And so um, I tried going to the the Kodi uh, machine, first I went through Kodi and tried to disable it through the, I just wanted to turn off fast forwarding and there's no way to do that. And then I went through um, key mapping and, and modifying XML files and that didn't work. And um, finally I, I went on Reddit and I was asking and people offered the most ridiculous suggestions, you know. Uh, one person said, put your cable box all the way on one side of the living room and your Kodi box all the way on the other side and then point your remotes like this when you use them. I'm, who's going to do that, you know? Um, and finally I got a, a message from a guy who said, Hey, really the only thing you could do at this point is um, download the source code and somehow like learn how to make Android, whatever they're called, APKs or APTs or whatever, and 
recompile your own version of Cody. I'm like, I'm not doing that. So um, the the Cody remote does have volume on it. So I just have to remember, I guess, use the volume on it when I'm watching streaming movies and then use the volume on the other one. It's not ideal, but, uh, you know, it'll work. But it, the whole week has just been weird things like that, you know. Um, and then uh, yesterday we uh attended i say we attended two funerals my wife and i attended a funeral and my daughter attended a different funeral um they they had the funeral for my uh mother-in-law's husband uh so they were finally able to get people together you know because of covid uh his family couldn't couldn't travel in for a while and so but they were finally able to come into town and uh so they had uh, a service for him and my wife and i went to that um, but, uh, unfortunately my daughter, um, one of her, uh, bandmates passed away from, uh, he had cancer that they diagnosed it about six months ago. So it was very rapid and it was, um, not a good deal. And, and man, what a bummer, uh, you know, cancer is just awful. And, and I'm sure you, you may know someone who's been affected by cancer in some way. My wife's, um, dad passed away from cancer many years ago and, uh, it's just a terrible thing, you know, to, to um, uh, not only to watch somebody, uh, you know, the, the effects that cancer has on, on the human body, but, um, you know, uh, the treatment sometimes is, is almost as hard on people as, as the cancer, you know, or sometimes, I mean, I don't want to say it's, it's harder because, you know, cancer, um, is, uh, um, often fatal. So you can't say that the treatment is worse, but man, it's, it's certainly no, um, walk in the park and I wouldn't wish it on anybody. And so, um, <clears throat> yeah, this kid just had a, a rough time, you know, and, and, um, so anytime there's a, uh, he's 15 years old, anytime you have a, a funeral man for a 15 year old, that's gotta be rough too. And, and so my daughter went to that with, uh, her friends from band and, uh, she's having a rough weekend too. Um, but, um, yeah, so th those things, I guess that puts the other stuff in perspective. The uh, problem with the, the Android TV remote doesn't seem quite as bad. So I've kind of taken us down a downward note. I didn't mean to, but, uh, um, you know, when um, I, I did an interview with uh, my buddy Andy uh, this week, I interviewed him. And one of the things he said is he always tries to, to flip the script. Uh, you know, when he's having a bad day, he looks at the positive side of things. And so... I've been trying to do that this weekend and, and try to, um, uh, you know, obviously it's, there's some bad situations, but you can look at your own life and your own friends, your own health and things like that and think, okay, well, you know, we got to carry on. So anyway, that's kind of what we've been doing this weekend. None of that has anything to do with the item uh, that I dug out this week. Now I've had, this is an item that I've had sitting uh, on my desk for the most part in one fashion or another for the past, let me do the math here, almost 40 years, let's say 35 years at least, and it is this right here. Now, some of you will immediately uh, recognize what this is. Some of you may have seen one uh, online, and uh, some of you might not know what this is. I'm, I suspect that most of the people that listen to my podcasts uh, know what this is, but this is a five and a quarter inch disc notcher. Now, a um, uh, first of all, old floppy drives, and, and anytime I talk about technical stuff off the top of my head, which I'm about to do, I'm bound to get something wrong. So <laughs> just uh, feel free to uh, 
leave me uh, feedback on the Patreon if I get something wrong. But um, just I'm kind of painting this with with high brush strokes. But um, <clears throat> Commodore floppy drives and Apple floppy drives um, and uh, several other computers basically uh, were uh, single um, sided. They were designed to use for single sided disks. And so um, the way that those work, well, this is a bad example because well, I'll show this one in a minute. Uh, let me cover this up here. Um, this is a not bad one, but part of the label has fallen off of this one, unfortunately. I'll have to find where the label, usually the labels are down at the bottom of my disc boxes. Uh, but this is a disc number three from the old flat collection. And so if you look there uh, at the screen on the right-hand side, you will see there's a little notch uh, out of the side of the disc. And so um, when you put the disc in the drive, um, first of all, if you can see right here, oops, right there, there's a little film uh, inside here, right? And so as you turn that, if you turn it the right way, you'll see that little line. Uh, there's a hole in there that will line up and there's a light that shines through. <clears throat> and so that knows that uh, this is, uh, uh, you know, that's how it lines up uh, the head and it's ready to go. But uh, this right here, there's also, I believe it's just a light, uh, that if it shines through here, it knows that it can write to the disc. And if this is covered up, it cannot write to the disc. So every disc uh, that I used to buy looked exactly like this, um, which since there was no notch on the other side, you could only use this disc in this fashion. You'd put it in the drive, right to the front of the drive, but you couldn't put it in upside down because the light, there was no notch on the other side. Now, I'm covering it up with my fingers because, as you can see, there is a notch on the other side of this disc. And the way that this disc got a notch was through a disc notcher and probably through this very disc notcher all the way back in the uh, mid-1980s. So, it's uh, shaped so that the disc fits right to the spot where it's supposed to go. There's a little plunger here on this side, and you line it up, press it in like that. You can see in the bottom there's a little sharp blade, uh, and when you press it, it comes forward, and it cuts a notch on the other side of the disc, which now allows you to flip this disc over, and now it's like another disc, and you put it in this way, and you, so you can write things uh, on the front and on the back. Now, for um, there's a term that has been um, uh, applied to these, called flippy disks because you would use this side and then you could flip it over and use the other side. I never in my life heard these called flippy disks until a few years ago uh, when I heard people start talking about them. Uh, and, and that is because, you know, if you had a double-sided, double-density disk, um, disk drive, like on the IBM PC, um, I believe on the Commodore 128, um, then you could put the disk in the drive and it would read both sides at the same time. So it would it would read and write things on both sides. So you never had to flip the disc over. Like on a, a PC, you never put a disc in this way. You put it in this because it was using both sides at the time. Um, but that wasn't the case with the Apple, with the Commodore 64 uh, computers like that. It, it, each side was its own disc. So uh, by making a purchase of one of these, which sold for about $5, 
um, you got you doubled your disc capacity. So, you know, when I was a kid, you could get a box of uh, blank floppy disks uh, in the early days for seven to ten dollars. Of course, that price went down over time, and uh, when you bought in bulk. They went down. I remember a time where you could get a hundred floppies for I think twenty nine ninety five, and they came shipped to your house, and there was a hundred discs, basically wrapped in plastic, and then a hundred sleeves also wrapped in plastic. You could even get them cheaper. We ordered um, bulk discs one time that didn't have sleeves at all, uh, and I think it was twenty dollars for a hundred, and we made our own sleeves. And maybe one day I'll dig one of those out. Um, but. So if you think about a, um, if you're familiar with cassette tapes, and I don't know if you're not familiar with old floppy disks, would you also be familiar or unfamiliar with cassette tapes? I don't know the answer to that. But cassette tapes had a little tab on the top. And so when you bought a cassette tape, you could put the tape in and hit record and you could record whatever you want. But if that tab was broken off, you couldn't record on the tape. It wouldn't physically let you record. But if you put a little piece of tape back over that gap, then uh, you could once again record on the cassette. And floppy disks worked in the exact same way. Now, uh, so every time you bought a box of floppy disks, they also came with what they called write protect, write protect tabs. So the, the idea was if you'd saved things on a disk and you never, ever, ever wanted it to be overwritten, uh, you could make that disc into a read-only disc. And so I was looking for one that had silver because sometimes the right protect tabs came in silver, but uh, this is obviously ones that came in black. And so it may, I'll try to move it, the light around just a little bit to see if it will show up. Uh, but this is one that for whatever reason, oh yeah, you can see that good on the camera, um, that I had applied right protect tabs to so that this disc uh, could not be overwritten accidentally. And I'm not really sure why I did that because I didn't, for the most part, I mean, I, I just grabbed uh, off the top of my desk five uh, random floppies and uh, the other four, as you can see, uh, well, none of them have <laughs> the tabs covered up or whatever. Um, so it, it's kind of curious that I, um, and I'm looking at it, you know, it has Impossible Mission 2 and Draw Poker and uh, karate chop. So, um, I'm, I'm, they don't feel like things that I would have, uh, been so worried that they would get deleted. But as you can see, they have the, uh, the stickers on over and on both sides. Right. So again, you can see, uh, that they just wrapped around and stuck on there and they peeled off pretty easy. If you changed your mind or whatever, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, punch through one of those stickers. I would just pick it off, uh, with my fingernail. But if you think about, uh, you know, as a kid buying um, a box of floppy disks, like if you paid $10 for 10 disks uh, and then you invested in one of these, all of a sudden you have 20 disks. You doubled uh, your disks. Now, um, if you were to pry open a floppy disk, and you can pry open a floppy disk if you look at the top, they're kind of perforated stamp down, but you can sit there and pick those apart and open these discs. And sometimes you had to do that. Uh, if you wanted to transplant the, the actual uh, magnetic media to another disc, if this got damaged or something, you could do that. Uh, and if you did that, you would also find inside there a little cloth filter. And so a big rumor at the time 
was that uh, the way that the, the filter worked was when the disc was in the drive spinning, that it deposited all the dust uh, onto that filter, but that it was designed to only work one way. So if you flip the disc around backwards and put it in your drive, it was spinning the, the opposite way, and it was actually pulling the dust out of the filter and putting it in your drive. Now, it wouldn't surprise me if the people that started that rumor were the disc companies, because obviously they lost a lot of disc sales if you just had, you know, one of these little... Um, Things. By the way, I have a whole bunch of pictures, slideshows of different things that look like faces. And when I put that up, I thought, well, it kind of looks like a little guy. I'm glad to make your discs bigger. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, that that was, uh, I got one of those very, very early on. Um, I, I have a picture that I've shown before, the, the picture where I'm wearing the... Um, Miami Vice jacket, and I'm I'm sitting there. You know, while while we're sitting here chatting, I'll I'll see if I can pull this up real quick. Um, and um, uh, you know, it, it's my computer desk from. Uh, let's see here if I can find the picture here real quick. Uh, but it is my uh, Commodore setup that was in my bedroom in the uh, 1980s. I mean, in the early part of the 80s. And you can see a lot of the things that I still have today uh, in the picture. Here we go. Let's, uh, well, it's still, it'll take a second to open up here. But um, uh, the great thing about it is uh, you can see my little disc notcher in the picture. I mean, it's the exact same one. And in fact, I've only owned one of those. Uh, no, that's not true. This is the only one that I've that I've had. I mean, that I had as a kid that I still have. I bought a uh, a package of discs one time, and uh, uh, like from a, an auction or something, and it came with one. But the little blade was sold so dull uh, that it never worked right, and I got rid of it. So this is old faithful. I've had it for uh, thirty five years. So you know what? I'll take that picture and I will add it on the uh, Patreon page so you guys can see it. But um, that's uh that's this week's uh, item. Uh, there's always interesting things around here, and I try to find one every week. So thank you guys for supporting me on Patreon. And um, I've got a pretty big surprise for everybody in store for the next You Don't Know Flack, which should probably drop in the next 24 hours. So anyway, thank you guys uh, for all your support. I really appreciate it, and I will talk to you all soon.